All right, everybody. Welcome to another another edition of Positively Charged Wrestling with uh, your host Braden and uh, Josh. What's up, guys? Um, how are we doing today? Doing awesome. Um, we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, uh, how are you doing, man? I'm I'm doing good. I will. Uh, we'll get to WrestleMania night one pretty quick here we're going to run through everything because there are a few couple little news and notes from this past week but um i'm i'm amped jazzed buzzed whatever uh i don't know i we'll get to that we'll get to that um so uh we kind of look back um look back uh kind of like I said, real rapid fire on this past week. Um, so looking back on Raw, I'm going to just hit some high stuff here. Um, the Undertaker, uh, who we're going to talk quite a bit about, um, had a promo this past Monday. I love this. Uh, it, he, he's leaning further into the biker gimmick. Uh, and at this stage of his career, I'm all for it. Um, I, th- I think I mentioned that last week. Uh, I-, I think it works. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's if you've not watched it, highly recommend it. It's good stuff. Um, then uh, they replayed the triple threat match from uh, last year's Mania. Uh, I mean, still a, still a solid match. Uh, nothing, nothing wrong with it. A little bit of a botched finish, but, um, uh, sometimes it happens. Yeah. So, uh, I think I appreciated that match a little bit more this time than I did last year because last year it seemed to, to drag on that show kind of after the Brian Kofi match that, that show, I don't know. It, it hit a lull. Um, and and I, I appreciated this triple threat match more watching it now. Uh, then uh, Becky cut a promo. Um, Shayna attacked her. Uh, fine, fine work here. Um, the bump on the side of the table where she kind of ragdolled her was pretty brutal. Good stuff. Um Alistair Black kicked the head off of some other jobber. Uh, <laughs> uh, we get uh, Owens, Ford, and Dawkins versus Rollins, Garza, and Austin Theory. Uh, Owens and uh, the faces pick up the win there. Owens uh, gets a pretty good promo after the match. Uh, Edge, yet again, a lot, lot of promo work this week, understandably so. They're they're moving toward Mania. Um, yeah. And, and just like you pointed out, uh, about the promos being really good this week's promos were like, awesome. yes, I agree. Like every, everybody was like on their game this week. And, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm hoping that whatever they're doing and if they're getting enough praise for these promos and stuff, maybe, you know, they're going to be like, all right, okay, we're, we're, we're finding something that's clicking or whatever. And maybe the, the promos will kind of go along this lines a little bit. I mean, I, I know eventually we'll get a crowd back, but maybe they can find their magic. That's, that's hitting with ease and work them into the regular stuff. Certainly. Certainly. I, I, um, I'm all for, uh, a few pre-taped promos here and there. Uh, granted. Yeah. Some promos need the crowd, some, you know, to feed off that crowd, but, Let's face it. Over the years, the the what chant and, and things like that have kind of gotten obnoxious. Um, yeah. So, uh, Edge cutting another great promo, um, and uh, we get a replay of Lesnar Mysterio from Survivor Series. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it uh, wasn't anything super special aside, as we said, from the the three standout promos on Raw. Um, We'll uh, we'll move move along to um, to dynamite. Um, so so the big thing from AEW land this week is uh, the TNT Championship, which 
see, seems to be in my mind a um, their take on the uh, the TV title. Or, or I mean, obviously it's going to be a secondary title. Uh, I'm all for it. I, I'm not super crazy about the TNT Championship, uh, but my uh, you know my head immediately went to well, this is their TV title, so. I, I think I could get used to the name. Speaking of names, uh, another quick hit. Um, Cody's been calling their their title, their world title, Big Platinum. What What, what do you think about that? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the old, other one was Big Gold, the WCW title for years. So I guess they, I guess it could work. Yeah, I'm I'm lukewarm on it. I, I you know, is what it is. Uh, maybe as a a casual every now and then reference but i definitely don't want that to be the uh you know i don't want them to book matches like that you know it'll be jericho versus moxley for a big platinum you know? yeah so that yeah, so yeah. Good, um so kenny omega and uh trip beretta pretty darn good match to open up dynamite this week um if you've not seen it i'd, I'd recommend it um solid stuff um so we get a little um little tease of uh, a, a little video package for uh, Hager and Moxley. And here in a, in a couple couple of weeks, we're getting, a obviously, an empty arena, no-holds-barred match uh, with uh, Hager and Moxley. Uh, that should be that should be pretty fun. Um, Lance Archer destroyed Marco Stunt, throws him into uh, over the railing. Um, oh, I did see that part. Yeah, and uh, we get more, more stuff from uh, more little pot shots at Vince from uh, Brody Lee, because um, apparently the week before the the stake and the sneezing that was a little pot shot at Vince. This week there was more of that. I, I like the subtlety. I, I hope they don't just. I don't know. I, I like the blurring of the lines because he still comes off like a cult leader. But he's like a businessman, uh, so they're they're towing a very fine line here. I'm not, you know, tired of it or thinking they should go a different direction. I'm, it's very subtle, pretty well done. Uh, natural nightmares, um, pick up uh, pick up the win over the dark order. Uh, so, uh, uh, go ahead. Going to cut in right there. Uh, QT Marshall. I know he's been doing. He's doing a lot with their shows. Do should I know him from somewhere else? Because that name sounds familiar. I have been thinking the same thing, but I can't. I I, I can't I, place him. I don't know if maybe it's just a, a really old school sounding name. So it's it's just like hearing the name has kind of ingrained itself into like uh, old USWA memories or <laughs> something like that or whatever it is. But for some reason, that name every time I hear it, I'm like, who's that? You know, it it catches something yeah. with me. So I don't, I don't know. Um. Then, uh, then we get another terrific promo from from Jericho sitting in a hot tub, having a little bit of the bubbly. And uh, I mean, this this whole thing, uh, it uh, it was it was just good stuff um, all all the way around. Um, so, so if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Um, the uh, <laughs> Obviously, Vanguard One um, comes along, and uh, and you know he he kind of has a little conversation with Vanguard One, and um, it uh, leads to a little Mister Burns callback uh, from uh, Jericho with uh, uh, "Release the Hounds." <laughs> I, I got a big a big kick out of that. Uh, so, so this whole thing, this whole thing, if you've not seen it, it's, it's hilarious. It's just, I, I think Jericho is really finding his groove in his later years. Like I, I could see him, you know, as, as he, even after he retires, still being almost like a Bobby Heenan. He, he's, he's like that quick witted and that spontaneous and, and things like that. I, I could see him really having a, a career even after after he retires, uh, because he has such a great mind. Uh, That'd be cool. So, uh, moving along, um, 
we get uh, Cody and Darby Allen versus Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara. Um, Spears and Guevara pick up the win. Uh, pretty good match. The big thing here, uh, Allen, uh, Darby Allen was a little bit frustrated with Cody, Cody and uh, kind of slaps him after the match. Um, so, yeah, that good little character development there. I don't think it was a heel turn, but uh, Allen, Dar- Darby Allen is, uh, you know, he's kind of a loner. So it's probably just some frustration. I didn't mind it. Um, then, uh, <clears throat> we move along to, uh, SmackDown and, uh, whoop. it, I, I admittedly, I missed SmackDown this week. So I, I seen a couple of clips and a couple of things, but, uh, I did miss it. Uh, get a segment from, um, Miz TV to set up the ladder match uh, from night one WrestleMania. Um, Tamina versus Naomi versus Lacey Evans. A little teaser of the six-pack challenge. Uh, they uh, they actually showed the career-threatening match from uh, WrestleMania 24. Um, really, really good match. Um, yep. We uh, we also get the no reason. I know you texted me last night about this. Um, the the setup for uh, Braun Strowman and Goldberg. Um, so you know, I guess they just inserted him in. I don't think there was any <laughs> big uh, you know big big reveal as to why. But um, yeah, then, I, uh, I knew I hadn't heard anything. I'd- I, I missed SmackDown. I, I saw a couple of clips just like you had, and uh, I hadn't heard anything about you know how they explained him being put in there or whatever. And and kind of kind of makes me wish they had done something, you know. Yeah. If, if nothing else, you know, been like a him versus somebody in a number one contenders match or something, be like to to give him a spot or something like that. I I, I don't know. It seems uh, seems like something was missing with that. But like you said, it, it was short short notice, I guess, and. Uh, that plus stuff being already pre-taped, I guess they just had to roll with the head. Um, then we get a neat little development uh, with uh, Tucker versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, there was this um, shadowy figure uh, that um, revealed that uh, Sonya and Dolph have kind of been working together to sabotage Otis and Mandy. So uh, good stuff there. Hopefully we see more of it. Uh, more of it tonight. Yeah, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it. Uh, I definitely didn't see that coming. And I remember when this angle kind of started, you were hoping that she didn't like uh, turn into a mean girl or whatever. And uh, yep. and and it turned out it it had that's not the where the story went. It, it kind of seemed like it was going that way a little bit, but then uh, with this swerve and and I guess is this GTV. That's my was that was my thinking too. Maybe this is the new GTV. Uh, so uh, moving along, we got Shinsuke Nakamura uh, versus Daniel Bryan. Good match. I mean, nothing, nothing stupendous, nothing bad. Um, then we get uh, Cena to close the show. Um, good. Uh, Good promo as usual from Cena. Um, then the puppets were in the crowd and kind of uh, set up, uh, set up the Firefly Funhouse match. Uh, the Fiend was up in up in the stands, and then Bray appeared behind Cena. Neat little way to close the show. Um, so, with all that being said. Um, I think that is by far the quickest, uh, we've ever went through a week. Uh, the reason why we're all here, we had not won a WrestleMania last night. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll let you speak on this as well. I, I, I was, I don't know. 
the, the closer it got yesterday, I'm like, you know, this is pretty cool. We're getting WrestleMania a day early and it's, you know, going to continue tonight. So I don't know if going forward, if they could do two night WrestleManias, cause that would require filling up the stadium twice. So this, this could be a one, a one-time deal. I don't know, but the closer the show got, I got a little bit more amped, a little bit more amped curiosity. I didn't know what was going to, what it was going to look like, what was going to happen. Um, but uh, what, what was your thoughts going into this? Uh, well, it's kind of cool. Um, it's summed up really throughout my day. Uh, on, on my lunch break, I was scanning through Facebook, and uh, it popped up a memory from a – I can't remember what year it was, but it was a previous WrestleMania. And I'd put a, on Facebook that, I was, like, there's two things that kind of make me feel like a kid again, and that's Christmas and wrestling. Yep. And I was – in the post, I said, WrestleMania Sunday – and I'm going to sit back, watch it, and enjoy it. And uh, as I saw the post, you know, and as the day went on, there, I was kind of, I don't know what the word is, but, you know, I, I was thinking along the lines of, you know, the no crowd and stuff. I was like, how's this going to be? You know, I mean, that post right there shows how excited I normally am and how how I feel with it. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to get that this year because this is, this is different. This is not, I mean, a smaller venue, no live crowd. You know, it's it, it can't live up to previous years. I mean, this just. But the cool thing is watching it last night. It lived up to previous years in my eyes. Uh, I was just as excited. I enjoyed the show. So it was kind of cool because that feeling come back. So I, it it's neat that I saw that post earlier in the day and then got the uh, experience last night. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I agree. Um tremendous opening video i yep. loved it i uh, got a little acdc there uh, good good stuff there um i'd be remiss if i didn't mention that the kickoff show i did miss this match uh cesaro and drew gulak uh cesaro, cesaro picked up the win um but as i mentioned you get the the opening video of course stephanie kind of uh delivers the message um and uh, we get uh, past performances of America the Beautiful over the years. Pretty cool stuff there. So, so good, good stuff. I don't know how much they altered that uh, with the current situation. So, um, open up the show. We got JBL and Cole on commentary. I, I know a lot of people don't like JBL, but I have always enjoyed his commentary over the years. Uh, I could be in the minority there, but uh, I love it how he says Michael as Maggle. Michael. Uh, <laughs> I love it, Maggle. Uh, but they, uh, they do make a pretty good team sometimes. They they do. Um, we open up with uh, Oscar and Carrie Sane versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. This was probably uh, one of the better tag team women's matches. Um, mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, kind of. Kind of took a little bit to get going. Um, but once these ladies got rolling, I thought it was a fine opener. Um, and uh, and got the show kicked off. Uh, and uh, we get out next, um, Corbin and Elias. And admittedly, I kind of paid attention a little bit less in this match. Uh, it uh, Elias picks up the win can kind of was what it was I don't know if Mania was uh, you know the, the usual setup if this match would have happened or these two would have been in the uh, a battle royal but you know um, yeah that one was not not as good as the opening match um, but it's alright though Corbin was, had some pretty good heel work in it and stuff I Saw him like instead of the crowd, he was taunting toward the uh, uh, commentators. So I think that kind of was kind of cool that he still kind of would feel the taunting that normally I guess he'd be looking out to the crowd. You know, you know, what, what are you guys booing about or something like that? You know, but instead he was looking toward the uh, to Cole and uh, JBL. So I, I thought that worked out pretty well. Yeah. Um, then we get uh, Becky and Shayna. Uh, this is pretty good. Um, Pretty pretty good match, uh, creative finish. 
that uh when we were texting during the show, uh, you, you said called back to uh, Piper and Brett. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm a little surprised to see Becky get the win. I, I thought they were going to switch it here. Uh, but you can clearly tell these two aren't done. Um, so, yeah, I, di- I didn't mind it. Um, it it kind of told the story that uh, Becky barely got the win. Uh, Shayna is a is a killer. Um, so, um, moving along, we get, uh, we get, uh, Sammy and Daniel Bryan. And I'm not sure. I've heard people say that, you know, maybe Sammy, I don't know if he's been dealing with injuries, uh, but you know, maybe he can't work the way he used to work. And that's why he's kind of had to alter his style and character. Because when this match was initially announced, I thought, ooh, this this could steal the weekend. Um, and, and it wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. I thought I liked – they kind of, uh, with the no crowd, you know, there was a lot of conversation, um, a, lot of, a lot of trash talking, a lot of back and forth. And that, that was kind of fun. Uh, so they, they, they made it work. Um, but, um, now we're, we're going to get into the meat of, uh, last night, because I feel like this show, uh, much like the opening tag match took a little bit to get going, but boy, once it got going, (laughs) um, we get, uh, the SmackDown tag team title ladder match and, I commend all three of these guys, Kofi Kingston, John Morrison, uh, Jimmy Uso, no crowd. They went out there. Some of these spots look stiff. Um, what uh, do you think about this ladder match? Uh, well, um, five-star Tokyo Dome classic here. <laughs> uh, here we go. But I, I loved it. Um, it you know, it, it would have been cool to have got the tag team ladder match but i think in a way maybe it worked out better you know it was uh, yeah a few less people to have to watch and pay attention to where they're at and all that which they just cut it down to three and um i'd, I'd loved it and some cool spots like you said uh they really went at it threw it all out there even even with no live crowd you know and uh yep as um definitely definitely if if you've not watched mania and you don't plan on watching the whole mania this is definitely one of them that you definitely want to uh pull up the network and check this match out at least. Yeah. And, uh, the finish, um, this was one of, if not the most creative, um, ladder match finishes I've ever seen. Uh, so I, I, I'm not sure if we should spoil it or not, (laughs) but, uh, after telling people, uh, well, you know what to heck with it. We're telling telling people who won. If it's worth watching, regardless. But uh, uh, you know, obviously uh, Morrison gets the win. Uh, the the finish though, um, all three guys get the uh, get the title holder, the little coat hanging hang, <laughs> coat hanger looky thing. Uh, they kind of that, and uh, as they're tussling over it up on the ladder, Morrison gets knocked off but gets the titles themselves off of the coat hanger and uh and wins the match. I, I, I thought it was uh really creative. Me too. It, it uh and, and probably I guess we'll set up a continuation of these uh these three teams going at each other. Yeah. A, a good Which way I'm for th- the good way for the Hills to uh kind of sneak out with the titles. You thought they were gonna lose them but they just right at the last second got a hold of them so that was kinda cool. Yeah. Um, so next we get Kevin Owens um, uh, versus Seth Rollins. Um, this was another match I was I was kind of low key looking forward to. I thought these two could do something good, and I, I feel like they did. I thought this was a pretty good match. Um, Rollins hit Owens with the ring bell, and uh, Owens was announced as the winner, but. You know, Owens kind of agged him on to come back as a, in a no DQ, you know, no rules, just come back and let's finish this type thing. Um, we get uh, we get a big spot uh, with uh, 
Owens getting on top of the WrestleMania sign that was positioned back behind the uh, the announce table, and uh, jumps off it onto Rollins. Pretty cool visual, pretty cool spot. Um, and uh, I, I enjoyed this. I thought this was a another solid match. Um, and uh, yeah, what what do you think about this one? That's pretty cool. Um, they work really well together, and and. It seems like this feud's been going on a long while. Like, I guess they, they knew they wanted them in a singles match, and they've just kind of had the – how are we going to get there, you know? And yeah. uh, I thought it was cool. They they, they showed a little lead-up to it. I, I kind of I, – even though it's not really part of this particular storyline, I wish they would reference the, uh, the past where um, Triple H sided with Kevin Owens in the uh, match, the four-way match to crown the new uh, Universal Champion. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like that's an important part of their history because Rollins was Hunter's boy, and then Hunter picked Owens, and then that set up the uh, Rollins and Hunter match at Mania, and you know, so it, even though they're not involved with Hunter now, I think that's a little interesting piece of their history there, you know. But uh, like I said, it's not part of this storyline, so I guess that's why they've not touched on it. But uh, match itself was really good, and um, when the DQ finished here, they they got me. It was uh, you know, he hit him, he got DQ'd. Rollins starts walking up the ramp, and I'm like. You know, that it? Ah, oh, what a letdown. And then they started back up. So I'm, I'm sure that was the reaction they were shooting for. And uh, it's like they, they caught me, and it was pretty good. The jump off the mania yeah. sign, uh, I'm surprised it wasn't Jeff Hardy's spot. But uh, <laughs> hmm. but uh, hmm. Owens did awesome with that, and uh, it was a really good match. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, we get to a little odd spot in the show. Uh, Goldberg and Strowman. Uh, I mean, not a lot going on here. Uh, just a two-minute-long match. Uh, Goldberg um, hit uh, like three spears just to a two-count, hit a fourth spear, went for the jackhammer. Strowman countered into a power slam. Um, I mean, Strowman picks up the win, short, quick, to the point. I'm I'm glad Strowman finally got the title. Uh, I feel like he's probably two years too late. I I don't want to sound negative or anything, but like I I think it was 2017 or 2018, whenever he he, he was uh, fighting Lesnar at No Mercy uh, in uh, September, I think it was. And I feel like they he was hot. He was red hot. Um, probably should have, you know, done it then. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm that um, mindset as well. But uh, I mean, I guess better late than never. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the guy. Uh, weird circumstances, but hey. Yeah. So now uh, we get to, um, you know, watching WrestleMania and an episode of Justified breaks out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I, all jokes aside, we, we get to the Boneyard match. And a lot to unpack here. Um, so, <laughs> so basically, I, I, was, I was just absolutely amped and jazzed after, after this went off. I was, wow, that was cool. I do not think, first and foremost, we'll kind of, get to the quote-unquote match in, in a second. I don't think this could have worked without the circum, you know, in, in normal circumstances. Um, I heard a lot of people comparing it to uh, Matt Hardy's stuff, uh, the ultimate deletion in TNA, and then obviously his match with Bray Wyatt, and, and it had that feel. Um, but to me, uh, I think it was better. Yeah. Uh, wasn't as campy or goofy. Um, had a more serious tone. Uh, what? As we you know talk about it a little bit more here, what what was what was your thoughts? I, I, I was kind of getting that vibe too as it started. Uh, I was worried because you know you you said it best. You know those segments are fine, but they've got a little campiness. They've got they're a little goofy at times and stuff like that. And and I was worried. You know, I was like, okay, this this is a pre-taped. Uh, Non, not in the ring, you know, not in the uh, arena segment, and and um, 
don't know. Watching those, I always kind of get that feel. You know, I'm like, I'm enjoying this, but I can see it being a little campy. And if a non-fan watched it, it'd be like, what in the world are you watching? That type of thing, you know? So I was worried when it started. Yeah. But uh, that worry didn't last long. It They blew me away. It was really well put together. Um, yeah. I see the similarities between it and the, the party compound stuff. But uh, I think that's just because it's a on-location uh, match, you know, at night. I think that's about as far as the yeah. similarities go. And, and it blew me away. It was really, really entertaining. Yeah. Now, th- there's a couple parts in this. You know, I'm sure some people would, would kind of roll their eyes out. Like, uh, and I got, I kind of chuckled because it was movie-esque. Because uh, uh, AJ has Taker, you know, dead to rights. You know, he's going to bury him, knocks him into the grave. He's down and out. And then as he, you know, turns the 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 backhoe or tractor or whatever on and then Taker with a flash of light appears behind AJ. Yeah, it was campy. It was goofy. But this this was, as uh, Dusty Rhodes once said, we're making movie of the baby. <laughs> so so I, I got it. It was – I, I laughed just out of pure joy because there's no way this would have worked in, in a normal circumstance. And then Taker, when they're up there on that uh, barn or whatever it was, and he's like – you know, still having while he's the biker, he still has the supernatural mm-hmm. stuff. You, you know, when he kind of makes the flames pop out, I, you know, got a kick out of that because it's just everything you would expect from the past thirty years of this character, and it and it's in a setting where, in a weird way, it makes it believable because it's outside of the wrestling ring, like. I, I don't know. I was like, like you said, I thought it was really well done. I'm sure I'll be interested to see what old uh, corny old Jim Cornette has to say about it. Cause I'm sure he's going to have an absolute aneurysm over it. And I can see, I can see why people would not like this, but if you just kind of separate all that and I loved, you know, Taker kind of like, you know, this is what you wanted, ain't it? This is what you wanted. And kind of still trash talking throughout the whole thing. I, I'm sure, you know, if you, if you separate all the, the wrestling aspect of it, kind of in normal wrestling and realize the circumstances they're in, I, I loved it. I, I mean, it was, it was just unique. Um, what, what was some more of your thoughts? on? Well, it was a great way to cap off the show. Uh, I mean, it, it ends. Yep. And I, you know, I'm just like, wow, that was great, and I'm super excited about seeing the next one. So that it, you know, if, if we are, I'm hoping we don't. I, I prefer the one night WrestleMania, but if we do continue on two night WrestleMania, then that that's definitely a good way to end the first night. Um, yep. I, I thought it was really cool. The uh, just the twist and turns in it. Um, Gallows and Anderson showing up, which I assumed, you know, they were the uh, the ones that well uh, Styles' entrance, you know, when they. We thought it was Undertaker, and they bring the casket out of the hearse, and it ends up, you know, it's yeah. Styles. I assume that was Gallows and Anderson getting them out of there, because I think he said like, "Thanks, guys," or something yeah. like that. So I figured they would show back up at some point. Um, and uh, I don't know, it was just cool. The uh, the like I said, they got up on the roof. They had the uh, flames were shooting up and stuff, and I think he tombstoned uh, Anderson up there. And uh, I don't know, it, there was just so much in this one segment that it just blew me away. Uh, yeah, d- not a normal wrestling match, but a great entertaining uh, segment. I, we all went in thinking, "What is a boneyard match?" And I, I thought it delivered. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was it was wild. It was wacky. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, but uh, another thing I enjoyed. This thing started at 6 o'clock, was off at a nice and tidy 9. I'm hoping that's the same case for tonight. True, true. Uh, that was refreshing because, granted, it was a Saturday. I didn't have to get up and go to work today. But, uh, yeah, that, that was a big plus. I'm, I'm hoping it's the same way tonight. You know, not 9, 9.30, I'm cool with that. So, uh, 
no, uh, really, really good night one. Um, with uh, I feel like the ladder match, Owens and Rollins, and the Boneyard match really, really uh, holding up their end of the bargain. A good solid ladies tag team match. Um, a couple other things I want to touch on real quick before we kind of maybe make some predictions for tonight. Um, I loved the uh, the promo for next year's WrestleMania. Um, uh, with, with the WrestleMania goes Hollywood, some neat little uh, Hollywood references there. And obviously, it'll be 16 years after they went Hollywood the first time at WrestleMania 21, which seems wild to say. Uh, I think I said this last week. But um, oh, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that um, good little promo. And then while we're on the topic of the Undertaker, or, or while we just got done talking about him, he's also got what looks to be a phenomenal documentary uh, called The Undertaker or Undertaker: The Last Ride. Uh, that's going to be on the network. I'm just super amped about that uh i'm kind of glad they're peeling back the curtain on the man uh toward the end of his career maybe we can you know i, I think this documentary is long overdue um so i think it's cool that that we went this long before they did something like that i'm, I'm really happy they're doing it but it's so cool because taker is one that doesn't break character often so he's like 100 mm-hmm. percent business for like this whole career but now with the um Broken Skull Sessions, and then this, you know, we're kind of getting a getting a, a, a candid look back, getting to see kind of what's behind the curtain now instead of, uh, you know, him breaking character through the whole run, which I guess is, a, is the norm with anybody if they're doing something like this, you know, they, they can talk out of character. But Taker, like any, even if they, which they very rarely did, but even if they did use him in like one of the other documentaries talking about somebody, he was pretty much in character in most of those, if memory serves me right. Uh I know there's one I, I can't remember who whose documentary it is, but it shows him talking, and he's still sitting there. You know, they, it's just a shot of his face. He's not standing there in full costume, but he's but he is in full costume. But you know, it's not getting a whole shot of him, and uh, he's pretty much still using the Taker voice and stuff like that when talking about it. And so it's kind of cool to get yeah. this view of him now after I'm not saying everything's done, but this far into the career. So, um. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, good stuff. Uh, so we look ahead to uh, tonight, the, the match card for tonight. Uh, we'll kind of break down some of these, maybe give some predictions. I don't know. Um, Alistair Black and Bobby Lashley. Uh, I feel like this is another match that probably wouldn't have taken place had Mania been under normal circumstances. But um, – I think Black, they're they're riding him pretty strong right now. I think he'll pick up the win there. What, uh, I'm what do you thinking think? so too. Uh, he's been knocking the heads off those jobbers for like weeks now. So this is this will be a non-jobber match that I, you know, I'll show him tested a little bit. But I'm pretty sure he's going to get the win in, in this one. Yeah, uh, Otis and Ziggler. I hope we get like a little little bit of a mania moment, maybe with. Uh, with uh, Mandy kind of maybe slapping Ziggler and siding with yeah. Otis, I- I'll probably pop a little bit for that. That'll be great. Um, uh, Raw Tag Team Championships, uh, Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Um, I, I want to say Garza and Theory. I, I don't know. I-, I don't know. This is one of those matches I'll, I'll watch, but I have no idea who's going to pick up the I'm going to go Street Profits on this one. Uh I guess just because Garza and Theory just got kind of thrown together, you know, it, it should be a fun match. But I, I'm I'm just not feeling it going into it. I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't know. <laughs> um, the uh, six pack challenge for the ladies: uh, Bailey, Lacey Evans, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Tamina. I'm sorry, five pack challenge. Uh, because I think uh, Dana Brooke was a little under the weather. Um. So I, I think the story here is going to be Sasha and Bailey. I'm going to say Sasha gets the win. Uh, that's what I'm going to get real with. Um, uh, what uh, do you are think? you thinking to set up uh, her and Bailey and her and her? And, I, I can yeah. see that. I can see yeah. that. Or um, I, I don't know. I, 
either that or somebody they one of them accidentally cost the other in the finish you know like um uh, maybe a miss mistimed move and they get the other one and then maybe Lacey Evans rolls up Sasha or something like that and then Lacey wins and then that starts the feud I, I do think we're going to get the feud out of the out of the match I don't know if the belt's going to be with it or not um for sure uh we um we get uh, another women's match, uh, Ray Ripley and uh, Charlotte Flair. Uh, been built up pretty well. I think the match itself should be pretty good. I'm going to say, ooh, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say Ripley retains, but it won't surprise me if Charlotte wins. I'm going Charlotte. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I, I mentioned, the, you know, I, I kind of hope Charlotte wins, and then uh, Rhea like, chases the title for a little bit, and uh, – I hope we get, you know, I, my vision is Charlotte wins and Ripley wants the belt back and keeps kind of getting the rug pulled out here, whether uh, like each opportunity she's like a number one contenders match and somehow she gets screwed over and do- doesn't get the win. And a little bit later on, you know, just keep teasing it, keep teasing it and have, have it prime uh, viewing that, you know, she wants that belt back. She wants to get her hands back on Charlotte so that by the time the match actually happens, it's big money. You know, I'm, I'm thinking Char- possibly Charlotte wins tonight and we have a rematch at next year's Mania. Maybe stretch it out. I know it's similar to uh, the uh, Becky Becky and uh, Oscar match, but I think we mentioned that the Becky Oscar match is almost a situation where I don't think they intended it to go from one year to the next. It just kind of they were like, oh yeah, check this out. But this one might be one that they planned yep. it out, and and I think it would be good TV if they did. But we'll see. Um, we also got, um, Edge and Orton, last man standing this, this match. Uh, the story's been very well built. Um, I think Edge has to get the win here. So, um, we, we could see another, uh, mini movie, uh, with, uh, Cena and Wyatt in a Firefly Funhouse match. I think this probably is going to have a similar feel to, uh, Taker and uh, Styles, but I, I expect it to be different. And uh, I, I think um, I think Wyatt's got to get I, the win. I'm here. hoping it is similar. Um, actually, I'm, and if it's as good and entertaining, then my my mindset's already Taker and Fiend for next year's Mania, or maybe not, not Mania, but somewhere down the line, and do it similar to this. I I don't know. Um, I don't know if maybe like on Mania or on the pay-per-view would be the best course of action, but somehow do another one of these featuring them because I think both characters really would work well in, together in a match like this. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and then finally we get Lesnar and McIntyre, and I, I think you got to go McIntyre. Uh, really just put the – hitch the wagon to him and let him go. Um, but – as we have seen, uh, don't ever count Lesnar out. So true. Um, but I'm going to go McIntyre. I'm I'm excited about night two. Uh, think it should be fun yet again. I, I'm hoping it's a nice and tidy three hours. Uh, that that would just excite me to no ends. Um, that if I don't have to stay up till ten thirty, eleven o'clock, and have to go to work the next day, that would be great. Um, so, uh, wild stuff. So, so you brought up a challenge to me, uh, late it was after we recorded or well before we recorded, but, uh, we're, we're kind of going to let the cat out of the bag here. Um, it's a dream WrestleMania card, but with some rules. So I'll let you kind of take it from there. Um, and, and, and um, I'll let you go ahead and do your All card. Right. So, uh, well, the uh, I, I saw it somewhere on online on Facebook or on one of my wrestling boards or something, and uh, they threw it out there. To, you know, the, the thing is to make your dream WrestleMania card out of existing Mania matches. But the thing being, you know, you can only use one like one person one time. Like you can't, you know, Shawn Michaels is Mister WrestleMania, but you can only have one Shawn Michaels match on there. 
and whoever his opponent is, you know, can't be featured in another match either. You know, so you it's it's actually harder to do than it sounds. <laughs> I don't know if you had the trouble I did. Agree. Uh, there were other rules possibly out there. Um, I didn't go on my card. I didn't push quite as hard with the other rules. Uh, uh, the guy said that he would do uh, – he had thought about doing, like, the, the titles, like only one match for, like, the WWF title or, or an Intercontinental title match. I, di- I didn't push it as hard on that. But, however, my, my list did turn out pretty pretty good as far as title matches. Um but uh, there was that rule, and I think there was another one. I can't remember what it was, but it was another optional rule. The guy that put the post up, he didn't go by it, so I didn't either. But uh, it, it is it is harder to do than you think because there was a few times I wanted to put a match on there, and I was like, well, no, 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 he's in this match. Or if I use him here, I can't use him anywhere else. And uh, I, I guess Sean would be your free space, kind of like in bingo, because, you know, he had <laughs> a lot of good Mania matches, so, you know, you could almost just kind of – Okay, I've used this guy, this guy, and this guy. I can't do that. But oh, I can have Sean versus these guys, you know, whoever's here. So he's kind of your free space, I guess. But uh I've got mine set up. I've I've kind of told over it. Um turned out pretty good. I'm not hundred percent thrilled with it, but I, I couldn't find a way to squeeze it in how I wanted it. So but I'll, I'll go through my card real quick. Uh, my opening contest I gave for uh, Eddie and Ray from WrestleMania twenty one because I wanted both of them on the card somewhere. And I thought it was a really good open match. Um, um, one of the best, maybe not the best, but one of the best opening matches in the uh, in Mania history. And I think that's always good to have, like for your opening match, is a is a good fast paced uh, match, kind of like the one from last night. I thought the uh, the, ta- the women's tag match was uh, had a, go- a lot of good energy. It's kind of quick paced at times. And I, th- I think that's really good to kick off your show because it gets the feel going. You know, it really gets you into the uh, moment and into the pay per view. Uh, my next match, th- this one, I'm, I'm I like the match on there, but I wasn't happy really with these two against each other. It was a good match, regardless. But uh, this just kind of fell into place as the uh, only option I had after putting the others together. Uh, I went with Angle and Brock. Uh, definitely wouldn't be that low on a card <laughs> in real life, but. Um, definitely wanted Angle on the show. And, uh, I thought him and Brock's match was pretty good. This was from WrestleMania 19. Uh, that was for the WWE title. So that's one WWE title match I've got on mine so far. Uh, the next one, I went for the TLC match from WrestleMania 17. Got to have a tag match. And a lot of ladder matches in Mania history. So got to throw that in there too. So I thought that was a good uh, tag match there. Um then I went for uh, Triple H versus Rollins from WrestleMania 33. Wanted Hunter on the show. Thought he's one of the guys that, uh, although he's got some classic matches, he's also got some matches with some guys who, well, I mean, Rollins is there, but, you know, he's kind of an up-and-comer, newer star. So it was a good way to feature someone new, plus get Hunter on the show. And uh, I, I really enjoyed that match when it happened. Uh, a good storyline. I, I kind of touched on it earlier with the Rollins and KO feud. So um, I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, then I went for Sean and Taker from WrestleMania 25. Uh, I think, honestly, although Sean was my free space, I think I wrote that one down first. <laughs> I was like, eh, <laughs> Sean and Taker, can't top it. It's great. Um, yep. so I just, and uh, Okay, the next match, yeah. Th- this one I, I put on there just because it was, it was a good moment from last year, the Kofi and Bryan match. Uh, however, this was uh, – I, I bounced back and forth between this one and the Rollins Triple H match because I wanted at first I was thinking Ryan or Brian, uh, Brian and uh, Triple H from uh, WrestleMania 30, but uh, I thought setting it up this way mm-hmm. was kind of cool. Kofi and Brian get that moment from last year, and that way Hunter and Rollins, and you get a few more today stars because I, did, I didn't want to make it too heavy on the legends because there's plenty of them in there too. Uh, next, I went for and th- this th- this was my toughest one though. Because I didn't know whether to go Warrior Hogan or Warrior Savage, and I went, I went Warrior ah. Savage. Uh, career gotcha. match, career on the line. I uh, thought it was a really good match, and uh, they always work pretty well together, and uh, always have good moments at WrestleMania, both of them. So then after that, I went for possibly the one of the, well. Storyline-wise and, and match-wise, one of the best matches of Mania history, Brett and Austin, submission match, WrestleMania 13. Mm-hmm. Brett's another one kind of like, would be a free space, too. He has a lot of good Mania matches. 
then the semi-main I gave to uh, Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha from WrestleMania 32. Women's title match. Uh, as good as last year's Charlotte, uh, Becky, and uh, Ronda match was, this one I think is a little bit better. So I, I threw that one in there for the women's title. And that leads me to my main event, which this is why I didn't go Warrior Hogan, because I gave the main to Hogan and Andre, because it, I think it's a good main to build to, and you get that Hogan slamming Andre moment. And and that's what Mania is all about. Good matches and, and big moments, and I think that kind of rounds out the card there for the main event. So, Well, um, very good card. Very well built. Um, and, and, and I'm going to piggyback on something you just said there. You know what? You got uh, you got moments and, and good matches, and uh, that that's kind of – now, I wasn't so much worried about getting – I don't know. I, I think you did a better job than I did about uh, getting more people on the show. I, I was more concerned with what makes WrestleMania. Um, you've always got uh, you always got some celebrities. You always got some big moments. You always got uh, uh, you know. I, I wanted to feature the uh, the four major titles that I would consider uh, tag team women's Intercontinental and your, your WWE. So. So I went, we got a few similar matches. Uh, I'm going to open it up with uh, some celebrity action with uh, Lawrence Taylor versus Bam Bam Bigelow. I I feel like that was probably the the best, the best celebrity match uh, they've ever done. I almost went Mayweather and Big Show, but I I feel this one was better. Um, We get the the triple threat from Mania 32 with the ladies uh, for a women's title match. I, I thought, like you said, you know, you uh, you, you that that match was just better uh, than the the triple threat that main evented. And like yourself, I also went um, the triple threat tag title match from um, Mania 17, and uh, I went here. Here's where it started getting tough. Um, those three, for the most part, were pretty easy. Um, it started getting tough because you started having interchangeable inner, inner, you know, uh, type, type things. Uh, so I decided to go Hogan and rock. Um, and I almost, Almost went Hogan and Andre like yourself or Rock and Austin because I wanted a WWE title match, but I went a different direction there. So I went Hogan and Rock. Um, then uh, up next, much like yourself, Brett and Austin. Um, and uh, then Savage and Steamboat. Uh, I, I, and I almost went uh, Brett and Piper uh, because I that's might be my favorite intercontinental title match. I, I really, really enjoy that match, but I, you can't go wrong Savage and Steamboat for the IC title. Um, and uh, Taker and Sean from Mania 25. And uh, to close out the show, I went to uh, the Triple Threats with uh, Brian uh, Orton and Batista from WrestleMania 30 because to – to your point, you get you get that moment in the story of Brian overcoming and winning. Um, I, I, I think match wise, it, it, it did the job. I think the moment kind of yeah. overshadowed the match to a degree. Uh, but um, but I'm I'm fine with it because uh, it was tough. It was tough because you you had a lot of guys. Well, I could have this match. Well, then I couldn't have that match, and we'll. Oh, I could have this. Well, you know, so, um, but yeah, I'm good, good thinking, good, good idea. I'm sure depending on what, uh, whatever happens in the next few weeks, if, if we even have wrestling, who knows, I'm sure we'll probably be doing yeah. more things along those lines. Um, but, um, good stuff there. So, uh, what have you got for us on, uh, this day uh, in wrestling history? Um, as I've been noticing during the post on uh, Facebook, there's a lot of WrestleManias around this season, and whew, I've, I've been doing those posts like crazy. And, yep. that, and this morning, I actually typed up a couple um, uh, 
Well, let's go. Let's go back a little further. I was gonna jump on the WrestleManias, but I just noticed uh, that my first thing I've got wrote down from uh, April fifth, nineteen eighty two. We got Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman in uh, Memphis wrestling. I, I don't know exactly which match this is, but uh, I just happened to see that on my list, and uh, you know, being from. Near Memphis, not not right at Memphis, but you know, close enough that we we get to see uh, some USWA growing up and stuff. Uh, uh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of throwback. Oh there. yeah, and uh, I know I know if you've seen any USWA, you've probably seen footage from that because uh, uh, they like to go back and revisit some of that stuff. And uh, I uh, <laughs> uh, a shout out to Will. Uh, me and him have watched a lot of this, and uh, there was an old video where. Um, that was the, the whole part, part of the video was talking about this setup and this feud and everything. And there's a clip with Lawler where he's he's kind of uh, egging on uh, Kaufman, and he's standing ringside and he's like, "You come out here and you do this, da da da, and you come out with your me 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 me." And that that, that right there, is, that, I threw that in the episode just for Will because that uh, we, we I think we watched that clip of Lawler's doing that like a, like a thousand times in a row. It was it was funny. Uh, like, me, 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 me. I don't know. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, and, and, and while we're on it, uh, if you haven't seen the and Lawler David Letterman segment. Do yourself a favor. That that was pretty good. Uh, yep. But uh, moving right yep. along, we'll go. We'll, we'll jump to the future about ten years. And uh, April fifth, nineteen ninety two, we had WrestleMania eight. Uh, pretty good show. Um, yep. It's not. I don't think it's known as one of the, the top manias, but uh, as I got looking at it, it's uh, there was something interesting in the match lineup, and uh, of course we had Savage and Flair for the title. You know, two big names, two established names going after each other. Uh, Hogan and Sid. Um, Hogan was established in the company. Sid was new to WWF, but had been in WCW and stuff. Had the Return of the Warrior during that one. Um, had a couple of a uh, couple of matches that. I've not heard hardly anything from. Oh well, no, there's, I missed one. There's three matches I hadn't heard heard a lot from in a long time. Uh, Owen versus Skinner. Eh. Uh, that might have been. Hmm. Owen. Oh no, that was probably possibly Owen's first Mania moment as Owen. I think he was at WrestleMania five as the Blue Blazer. Uh, had an eight man tag. Had the uh, Natural Disasters Money Inc. And but the thing thing that kind of stood out to me when I was looking at the card was. Um, the opening match of the show, we had Shawn Michaels versus Tito Santana. De- decent little match. Uh, we, <laughs> we had uh, the mi- yeah. earlier mentioned Bret Hart versus Roddy Piper for the Intercontinental title. And then we had The Undertaker versus Jack Roberts. And if you get looking at it, okay, this is 1992. This is the year, I don't know if this mania would be the actual kickoff of it, but this is about the time that they start going for the new generation. And uh, I thought that was kind of neat because you got three matches right there. And, you know, not to spoil it for anybody, but uh, three matches with Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, and Bret Hart being the, the next bunch of guys. And each one of them went over a established WF uh, legend, pretty much. You know, Tito, Jake, and Roddy Piper. So I, I thought that was kind of cool. I hadn't really – it's a little thing, but I hadn't really pieced it together before. You know, this was, hmm. I guess, the kickoff of the new generation because these were three guys that they were going to put a lot of uh, investment in in a few years, and they got big wins at WrestleMania. So – I thought that was neat. Indeed, I, I had never thought about that. That that was the mania where it should yep. have been Hogan and Flair, plain and simple. Should should have been, but I'm not sure what got in the way there. Still, wound up with a heck of a heck of a good, um, uh, yep, Savage and Flair match. That was that was a darn good match. Um. Oh, we all, all right. Well, we also got uh, WrestleMania uh, 25. Was go the ahead. Day uh, April April fifth, two thousand nine. Oh wow! That's and obviously that's uh, probably yep. the greatest match in many history. Uh, Taker and Sean, uh, good stuff there. Um, they also had uh, Orton and Triple H that had a tremendous build, but I think the match itself. Was maybe a little bit lacking. Matt and Jeff Hardy won. Um, uh, they had that cool spot with the uh, twist of fate yep. on the chair, which I loved, and I don't think I've ever seen redone. So I don't know. I don't know what you know. Maybe, maybe a little too dangerous, or maybe a little too. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it just didn't. It didn't work as well as they 
I had planned, but I, I, I love that spot. Yep. Um, and obviously the, the Jericho with the legends and Mickey Rourke was, uh, yep. was a lot of fun stuff there. So, uh, that's um, all I got for that date. Anything else? All right. Well, uh, good stuff. Uh, good, uh, like I said, good night one WrestleMania. Uh, looking forward to tonight. Um, as, as we said, we'll adjust, uh, as, as needed on in the coming weeks, depending on what we have to talk about. Um, we'll, we'll keep doing this show. Uh, it might be a lot of classic content. Who knows? Um, but, uh, but anyways, I think it's all I've that's got all I've this got, week. Um, stay so. positive.